Oh, and hey there. Welcome to the Top 5 Podcast, a show where we rank and discuss any list you can imagine. Best microwave dinner, top Halloween costumes, best breakfast item. Hey, nothing's off limits. Everyone is wrong, even when we think they are right. I'm your host today, Eric Shane, and with me, as always, is Mr. Zach Rancourt. Zach Rancourt, how are you, buddy? Not bad. Just got back from paddleboarding, but I forgot my fin, and it made it really, really hard to paddle, and I think I lost it. So I think oh. I need to purchase a new one. I'm kind oh. of annoyed by that. Oh, no. Ah, you kind of need that fin to steer. Otherwise, you sort of go in circles, right? Uh, not in circles. It just was really hard to get to where I needed to go. And uh. Uh, I called it quits after about an hour today. So that's OK, though. Uh, you know who else likes to quit when things get tough? Mr. Tom Lockhart. I quit all the time. <laughs> Hi, Tom. How you doing? <laughs> I'm doing good. <laughs> uh, I'm kidding. Did everybody have a good 4th of July uh, weekend? I was in bed by 8.30. Attaboy. <laughs> so, pretty wow. good. <laughs> I was backpacking for four days. So, yeah, I had a good I had a good time. That's that's pretty sweet. That's uh, that's good. Where'd you go backpacking for those days? The, the Ho Rainforest in the Olympic uh, National Forest. Wow. The cool. Olympic National Park, I should say. Well, I was uh, over at Ocean Shores or near Ocean Shores, so... Mm-hmm. Definitely over in the same area. At least we got out and did something kind of cool. And the weather cooperated, you know, a little bit of sprinkling in the morning. But other than that, not too bad. Mm-hmm. And I know that over that weekend, I got to enjoy some beer. Uh, Zach, did you bring any for your hike or do you pretty much abstain when you're backpacking? No, I didn't bring any alcohol. It was too. It's just too much weight. It is when you're backpacking. It's a lot of extra weight. But uh, I mean, do I even have to ask Tom? Tom, you were in bed by 830. Did you have a beverage? I did not have a beverage on the 4th of July. No. Okay. All right. Well, we're woefully unprepared for this podcast, but you know what? In the immortal lyrics of Psycho Stick, I like beer because it is good. I drink beer because I should. If there was a song to sing, I sing it and beer you bring. I drink beer when I am sad because the beer, it makes me glad. Now there's nothing left to say. So let's go drink beer. It's no secret on this podcast. We love beer. I wasn't here for the first time. These guys discussed their top five beers. So today we're doing our very first sequel. Top five beers revisited to enhance discussion. We didn't share our list with each other, and I didn't even bother to go back and listen to the original episode. As usual, we are by no means experts or historian in said category. We're just a few dudes who like to talk about nonsense. Nonsense in this case, we're talking about some beers. Tom, could you get us started off with your first beer? Well, I'm going to start off with a story that's not about my beer, uh, but I haven't brought it up on the podcast because we, we've missed a couple of weeks. But uh, two weeks ago, we had a graduation party for you. Yeah. And I made ice cream for this this party, and I made three different types two normal ones that were good and then one ice cream that was bad with a question mark. (laughs) Um, And I made an IPA ice cream. Um, And it it was the weirdest thing because it wasn't a good ice cream, but I kept wanting to eat it where (laughs) it was real weird because you would take a bite of it. And the first five seconds it was, Oh, this is just a delicious vanilla ice cream. And then all of a sudden that creamy goodness would go away and you get punched right in the teeth with a bunch of hops. 
And <laughs> it, it was weird because it was like, oh, I don't like it. But then you'd be like, ah, oh, but then you'd reach in, get another spoonful and you'd eat it. You'd get that creamy goodness again. And then boom, right in the teeth again. Um, well, and Eric ended up taking that home because I think we only mm-hmm. had like one eighth of it. Mm-hmm. And the next night we did D&D and Eric comes on and he's on camera and I see he's holding one of my ice cream containers <laughs> and he ate what I believe is a pint and a half of IPA ice cream in like 24 hours. I was, I, just try, I was trying to kill it. I was trying to kill it, get rid of it. <laughs> and it was just like, it kind of made yeah. me sick to the stomach, but I, I like still wanted some. <laughs> there was no point uh, stretching this out. There was no point. It was just get, get it done, get it done, get it done, get yeah. it done, get it done. And that's what that's. I, that's what I did. It's definitely an ice cream I will probably never make again. No. I, yeah, Unless we never make Zach eat, eat it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I will now go on to my first one, which actually on our first list, I had a peanut butter cup porter from Wingman Brewery, which I used to love. But then I went to the Lake Stevens Brewery, and that is when I found Astronut which Astronaut is one of my favorite beers now. I get it every time I go to the Lake Stevens Brewery when we do trivia night. And it is just delicious peanut buttery goodness. Um, if if you make a peanut butter porter, I'm going to drink it. Like, uh, well, going into this podcast, I thought oh, I, I for any other subject, I would have a tough time making another top five list because I struggle so much because I'm a very particular person where I know what I like and I will go with that. Beer is not that for me. I could probably do this podcast a hundred times because I love to try new beers. It's one of the only things where I love to try everything that's on the menu. Let's do this. Hmm. So my first one is the Astronaut from Lake Stevens Brewery. It's delicious and we dominate at Trivia. Yeah, we sure do. And uh, this is a really easy one for me to back up because that's also on my list. So I'm just going to go ahead and put it on there. <laughs> Astronaut Peanut Butter Porter from Lake Stevens Brewing Company. Oh, my goodness, it's a tasty beverage. Uh, it's sitting on 6.3% uh, percent, uh, ABV, only 19 on the IBU bitterness. It, it's got smooth, it's nutty, it's chocolatey. Uh, it's a fantastic after-dinner beer for enjoying trivia with your friends at the bar. Um, Zach, I think you tried it when you came down there, right? And you had a, had a sip of it. Yeah, I don't remember. I got. I didn't get that one. It sounded good. I just didn't feel like a porter at that time. Right. But I did have um, a coffee beer, something. I had. I can't remember what I had from there, but I was pleasantly surprised. It was, sure. It was quite tasty. They get some good brews there. They got a lot of good choices. But uh, uh, yeah, with with that one in particular, <laughs> I'm not usually a fan of drinking porters in the summer. I like something a little a little lighter, a little fresher, but. Boy, that's a good beer. It's a tasty beer. Um, so I'm glad you brought that up, uh, Tom. And yes, yeah. your 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 IPA ice cream was awful. Just just awful. Thank you for but making delicious. it. Delicious. I, pre- I appreciate it. <laughs> I had to. I'm like Tom made this for me. This is punishment. <laughs> this is what I get. I have to eat this all. Tom made it for me, and that's why I ate it. And then uh, I, I, I'm glad that you have the fortitude. <laughs> yeah. To eat a pint and a half of ice cream for friendship. <laughs> oh, I was, I was built for that. <laughs> I was built for that, pal. 
Um, uh, it's interesting you mentioned, I think we've talked about this before. We've, we've hinted so many times that there's so many ways that we're basically the same dude. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. This is one of those ones where we're, we're slightly a different um, with my beer. I'm interested in trying new beers. I'm more interested in trying new beers than I am with trying new menu items, <laughs> dinner menu items, but still my basic resting pulse is to go for the ones that I know I'm going to like. So that's still me. Uh, I don't really particularly care about trying out the whole menu, but maybe I need to get more, uh, more exploratory with that. Zachary, what about, what's, what's, what's your first on your list? On my list? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So my list, uh, when I, I mentioned this on the last podcast too, um, the last beer one we did, but, uh, uh, Lagunitas, a little something, something ale is the first beer that I learned to like craft beer with. And so for that reason, it's going on my list. It didn't make it in my top five last time, but just like Tom was saying, this this list is ever growing and subjective and it can change just night and day. I was looking at my untapped list and beers that I gave five, I gave five stars for. I was like, what was I doing? It was uh, <laughs> in, in my younger years, but a little something, something nail is an IPA. Uh, it has a 93 score on Beer Advocate and it is a 7.5% ABV uh just yeah smooth caramely colored uh, ipa it's awesome there mm. is a ton of different hops in it for all you hop nerds centennial chinook columbus uh amarillo cascade and it's it's got a wheat forward taste with a, a dry and rich kind of hoppy back end so it's a good intro to get into like the heavier beers uh it's a it's an upgrade from the bud light there but yeah. um, I I like it quite a bit and you just kind of notice everything that's in it. Um, it does smell fresh and it tastes fresh and very, very good. It's smooth. It's silky. It's it's weedy. What is the you, you go to more Mariners games than I do. What's the Lagunitas they sell at the bar down there? Uh, it's not that one, is it? Uh, They sell Lagunitas at the Mariners game. Yeah, I think so. Um, I thought so. At Ballard Pizza, since we were we were just there on Saturday, oh. um, but uh, Ballard Pizza Company, I know that they have one of. I don't know if it's the same IPA, but it's on tap there. It was it damn just, good. It, it might just be the IPA, not a little something yeah. something. No, a little something something's a little more caramely, and it's just yeah, you yeah. get the wheat forward. The IPA is just a straight up IPA. It's good. I think it was just a straight up. Yeah, yeah I think it was just a straight up IPA. They were it's selling. Pre- there. It's pretty standard. Lagunitas is based out of uh, San Diego, I believe, or not San Diego, um, Petaluma, California, and really? they are pretty tasty though. Mm. No, it was good. It was a good damn beer. It was good. It was good beer. Good game. Good fun. Cool. Right on. Well, thanks for sharing with that. I'll have to try. I'll, I'll put that on the list of things to try. Something something IPA. Great. Uh, I think. Uh, Tom, that's going to wrap back around for your number two. What do you got? Uh, so for my number two, uh, it has an 87 on, uh, what is it? Beer, uh, beer Advocate. And so I have tried quite a few ambers. I don't like amber beers mm. for the most part. I just don't like the taste of them. I don't know what it is about them. I've never looked up how they're made differently than other beers, but it's just not for me. But Mac and Jack, African Amber, hmm. uh, that I could drink for days. Uh, it has just a different taste than any other beer I've ever had. And I've never had another African Amber. I've never even seen one out in the yeah. wild. 
Uh, so I don't, I don't even really know how to describe it. I wish I had a can of it right now to drink so I could just tell you like okay. what I'm feeling, but it has this taste to it that I've never experienced in any other beer that I've ever had. Zach, how would you describe a Mac and Jack African Amber? <laughs> it was really one of the first craft beers that I remember being there. When we all worked at the casino, I remember Gene, uh, the, the guy who was the lead. You guys remember Gene? Yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah. he was he was talking to TGA agent Bob Dickey, and he was <laughs> like, "Oh, you're gonna you're gonna drink some Mac and Jacks." And Bob had no idea what he was talking about, so he was like, "Yeah, I drink I drink some Mac and Jacks at home." And uh, we were like, yeah, it's only on draft, actually, though. They don't can Sorry, it yet. Yeah. So <laughs> oh, we know God. you're lying. But anyhow, I just <laughs> remember fibber. being 21 or 22 and well, 21 and trying Mac and Jackson. Be like, yeah, it's kind of good. Uh, it's been a very consistent staple beer. Yeah, it just I think it was the craft beer before craft beers were out. S- same thing with anything from Red Hook. That was like the pre craft beer before the market right. got saturated. So right. it's a solid beer. Don't get me wrong. I'll never say no to a Mac and Jacks. It just brings back such good memories. But yeah. it's not it's not very high up there anymore for me. And and that's why it made my list was because I know if I'm going to a shitty bar with like yep. Monaco and Corey, I'm going to have an option that isn't Coors Light. I'm going to have a Mac and Jack is usually there on tap and I won't have to drink their piss water. Yeah, <laughs> I think uh, Monaco and Corey are their middle name is shitty bar. So. Ugh, wow. I the amount of places I've gone with them that it's just like, guys, we're going to get hepatitis here. Like, I don't know why we are here right now. There's wow. plenty of good places around that we could go that, you know, don't make you feel like you're going to be stabbed once you come outside for a second. Like, ugh. And Monaco always wants to do a shot too. So. Yeah, his thing. Like, uh, we went to trivia a couple weeks ago where Monaco came, or it was last week, and we stopped at Razzles because he wanted to get like shots of Fireball before we went to the brewery, and it was just like, bro, oh, okay, whatever, right. whatever you want to do. I'll you get know, he's got a his thing. Drink. <laughs> he's and, got his thing. God, uh, yeah. God love him. I just um, I don't understand those people. <laughs> uh, unsurprisingly, Tom. Mac and Jack's African Amber is also. Oh, God. <laughs> we oh are some gosh. basic dudes. We're so, this is this is the most we've agreed. A, you guys need to branch out. We have. I, hold on. I Tom, do Tom, branch Tom, out. <laughs> Tom has branched out more than I have. I'm the one who doesn't branch out very much. I yeah. put I put Mac and Jack's African Amber Ale for the exact same reason that Tom put it on here as well. That it is a Pacific Northwest staple. It was my like my second favorite grown up beer uh, after you know uh, from drinking the shitty Corona and the PBR and whatever have you uh, to, to branching out to actual grown up beer. Uh, it's at 5.8% ABV. Uh, it's got a little bite to it uh, for an ale, which is pretty nice. Uh, it's got a floral hoppy taste. It's got that big old malty middle to it. That's so distinct and delicious. It's uh, got a deep grainy kind of flavorful finish. It definitely reminds you that yes, in fact it is an Amber ale. Um, and it's a delicious one at that. And like you said, I don't know of any other African amber. So this seems to be, you know, I'd have to Google it to see if there are any others. But anyway, it's available year round. It's a cult classic here in the Pacific Northwest staple. And if you go to any shitty bar, just like Tom was saying, you took the words right out of my mouth. I've gone to I've <laughs> met friends at plenty and family have plenty of shitty bars. They're like, what do you want to drink? Miller High Life, Miller Genuine Draft. <laughs> you want to drink Coors Light? 
And the only non shitty beer they have up there is Mac and Jacks. I'm like, just, just, just keep it simple. Give me the Mac and Jacks. Mm-hmm. So that's my, yeah, that's my number two. Sorry. Uh, we, you know, we didn't this again. We didn't discuss these lists before we got started. We did not coordinate with each other. Sometimes occasionally we bleed over. And I hope want- by, by the end of this, I hope we have the same exact list. <laughs> I'm pretty so sure that's <laughs> the end. I'm pretty sure that's the end of our our uh, agreement there. I think so. Uh, I hope so, too. Well, I hope so, too. <laughs> but we never know, Zach. We never know. What's your number two there, Zachary? Well, it is summertime. So that means uh, I live. I mean, well, first of all, I live in Seattle. I live in a great area for breweries. I think there are about 12 to 15 breweries around me. I feel like one opens up every few months. But this one is one of the best in Washington. Uh, no hyperbole. Fremont Summer Ale. So in the summer, this is when this releases. If you can't get down to, to Fremont to get it, you can get it at Costco. They have a four pack and it is uh, eight fifty something like that. Nine dollars. Amazing deal because it's a they're four sixteen ounce cans for two twenty five a can two fifty a can like it's a steal. So it is an eighty nine score on Beer Advocate and it's a five point two percent ABV. So it is a very light and crisp ale with notes of citrus and floral kind of arrangement. Um, they use a lot of tangerine flowers and stuff in it and not the actual flowers, but sure. that's what it, you know, a term that you could use tangerine flavored, whatever is in it. Um, that's what I get when I drink it. And it's, it's amazing. So it's when I love dark beers, but they, they have a time and place and those are in the summertime. So like the Porter, like, or I'm sorry, those are in the winter time. So like the Porter is fall, winter, summer. I'm all about light, uh, floral, fruity just give me flavor baby and fremont summer ale is so infinitely drinkable i absolutely love it it reminds me of floating the river or going to a baseball game or hiking on top of a mountain and drinking it at the at the very peak um it's unreal so yeah fremont summer ale is my second choice i'm glad you're mentioning this because i'm on the hunt for more summer ales you know what i mean i don't have a whole it doesn't we don't have a whole lot of summer around here as you guys well know, uh, so these dark ales that we reference, these uh, these big, thick-bodied, full-bodied beers that we drink so much up here, that's because of the, the it's the climate and the culture and the climate, and that's just how it goes. Uh, so if you could find a nice, crisp summer ale like uh, what you're talking about, Zach, that's that's a good find. So I'll write that down, and I will see if I can find it. There you go. Fremont's a good place for some beer, man. Yeah. Just based off of you, what you're saying all the time, you're you're down there drinking all the time. Oh, I love I love Fremont. Oh, I'm glad. Uh, I think we're working on our number three. Yeah, Tom, what's your third three. one? Okay, so we'll my see. my third one. I'm a little worried because you were there when I had this, and this is actually kind of a more of a general one, but I'm going to use this one because it's the only one I can remember specifically. I got this type of beer at the place, and that is Snowtown Brewery. Jalapeno blonde. That is not on my list. You're for your okay. Clear. And, okay. <laughs> oh god. But we can talk okay. about it because I've had it. Because because yes, you were there when we both had it for our first time. I think I got to the their little bar before everyone else, and I sat down yep. and I had one by myself, and I loved it. I like uh, I like a little bit of spice mm-hmm. in my beer, uh, yeah. and it doesn't happen enough. Um, I also like a little spice in my ice cream. I make a habanero ice cream that's delicious. Um, But jalapeno blonde, I know that I've had a couple different places 
where they did some sort of pepper in their beer, whether it's habanero mm-hmm. or jalapeno. And I've liked it every single time. Uh, I just, it, it has that just enough of a kick of heat to where it's not like discomforting, but it just feels great. Hmm. Um, I remember that night because we then went and trekked around in the mud at the haunt in Snohomish. And that was just a good night for me. Uh, but I, would you guys like any uh, pepper beers? Pepper yeah. beers. Yeah. I love spice. <laughs> yeah. So uh, we've talked about this before too. I love spice in everything except for the unusual places. <laughs> I don't typically <laughs> like it in my beer or my ice cream, but both times I've experienced it with you, I've loved them. <laughs> so I guess I'm wrong about that. Uh, that jalapeno beer was, it was pretty damn tasty, man. And the thing about it is, it's like you get that little spice and you're like, oh God, I need something to wash this down. Better drink this beer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, it's hot again. Ugh. Oh, no, darn I guess I better go buy another one. Oh, no. It was tasty, though. It was very tasty. So what you're trying to say one. is you is you like when things get spicy with me? I love it when things yeah. get spicy with you, Tom. Yeah, okay, just wanted to make sure you said that, and we need to clip that so that I can make that your ringtone. Clip it, put it on YouTube, whatever. I got, I got a YouTube <laughs> channel. I'm looking for content. Screw it. All right. Uh, I Hell, I might go get that beer right after we're done recording. That sounds delicious. Hell yeah. That's a be- God, it's a beautiful day out there today. Was it like 77, 78, something like that? It's just gorgeous. Got to get it's out of been about house. 50 degrees in my office where I have my air conditioner. <laughs> yeah, I got to get out of this house. So, well, working on my number three, it is not the same as that one. It is a, a, a beer you're both familiar with, though. And it's a beer that you have both associated with me. It's time to talk about Red Hook ESB. <laughs> Red <What>? Hook ESB <laughs> was my what was my first grown up beer after the the PBR, the Miller High Life, uh, uh, Corona shittiness of my early twenties, not knowing what I want. Red Hook ESB was the first one that really uh, uh, that I latched onto. It's five point eight percent ABV. Uh, surprisingly not as bitter as the name stands for ESB stands for extra special bitter. Um, it's got some caramel malt sweetness to it. It's combined with a hint of floral spice. It's got that tangy stone fruit that adds in there too. This is really a really interesting combination that you don't find a lot. It, I, I, I love it. Uh, it gives it a unique flavor profile and I haven't had one in a while because I have been branching out a little bit more. <laughs> <laughs> but uh god it's a delicious damn beer and i uh i I'd, i would have one tonight if i wasn't just recently chastised about not branching out enough so, <laughs> but again i like to sometimes i go back to my fallbacks just because i like that consistent that consistency you know what i'm saying i don't know if that's weird i know what i'm getting with that but uh, we you hinted at it before red hook esb was one of those first uh, smaller breweries uh, that just blew up down here. And uh, it's, it really led the way for some, uh, all these other breweries to kind of pop up. And now the market is just lousy with options, right? Which is good. It's great. I mean, we want that. But, uh, and I think Red Hook, I don't know how many breweries they have left. I know they closed the one in Woodenville, right? A while back. Yes. A while yeah. back. Yeah. They, yeah. Um, it's okay to have your fallback because yeah. although I said I like to branch out, when I buy beer for myself at home, I usually only get about two or three different beers. Mm. 
for at home. It's when I'm out and about is when I'm trying all sorts of new stuff. Cause I don't want to buy like a six pack of something, not like it and then be stuck with it. But if I'm at a brewery, I'm going to try, if I'm having four beers that night, I'm having four different beers that night. Like I'm not just going the same thing. <laughs> so if we were to say, go meet Zach down there in Fremont somewhere. And he's like, Hey, you guys got to come try this. It's got this great selection. Oh man, let's get some hot dogs with like flaming hot Cheetos on it. Then you would go ahead and that's not how I sound at all. No, that sounded more like Mike. I'm sorry. (laughs) Ah, let's go. Um, with cream cheese. Ah. Anyway, uh, then you would get four different. I would get four different beers. When I come in, I will look at the board and I will already, while I'm waiting to order my first beer, I'm already like making a list of five beers that I want to try. I, like I might it. not get to all five, but I know like just looking at the board, what I'm going to have throughout the night. Cause you got to plan this stuff. I, sure. Don't go up each time trying to like know what's going to happen. Like, and then stand there with your thumb in your dick, not knowing what you want and take yeah. up all the line. Yeah. Thumb the second time I'm dick. in line, I, I know what I'm getting before I get in line for that second go through. Okay. We're, we're back. Okay. Once again, we have rejoined our common <laughs> essence. <laughs> Uh, I feel so connected. (laughs) Oh, good, buddy. Me too. Uh, Zach, what about your number three? I take it Red Hook ESB did not make your list. No, Red Hook is actually not a a good brewery. Um, I appreciate appreciate what they did. I would definitely drink an ESB. I would drink any of them. And mostly I would drink an ESB because I would think of Eric Shane bitters. So, (laughs) um, Oh, uh, boy. That hits in a lot of different ways. Yeah, it's... um, it's I don't know. It's not my favorite. But anyhow, moving on. Mine is the uh, it's from Boulder, Colorado, uh, aptly named Boulder uh, Brewing. And it is the Shake Chocolate Porter or Boulder Beer is what it's called. But Shake Chocolate Porter it sounds ex- it tastes exactly like it sounds. It is a porter and it tastes mm. like a milk chocolate shake, um, a full on malted milk chocolate shake. It is wow. phenomenal. It is fantastic. It is easy to drink. Um, real velvety. Oh God, it's good. It is so tasty. I'm obviously a sucker for chocolate, kind of like Tom. Um, this one is, has no peanut butter. It's just pure, you know, pure Mm. chocolate, pure unadulterated chocolate fun. Um, it does not have a flashy label. It just says Boulder Brewing or Boulder Beer Company. And it is, uh, it says shake on it. So you can find it at the store. It says shake and it's really cool. So I really enjoy that one quite a bit. That sounds amazing. I think that you need a good label because that's how I choose most of my beers. I do too, if I'm, and their label's not yeah. the best. But yeah, you just need something that's going to catch my eye when I'm buying beer at the store. That's not my basic ones. It's just like if you oh, got a cool looking can, yeah. it could be the grossest beer ever. I'm buying it because that can looks cool. We uh, <laughs> we've talked about this too. I bought a bit <laughs> for the party. I actually bought a fruity cocktail beer of some kind slushy a slushy beer it was Ooh. like a like a pink mm-hmm. can pink and purple can uh it was tasty it was like 6.6.2 or whatever a slushy beer uh, it was like a mango whatever it was like a fruit fruit cocktail beer it's pretty Ooh. tasty yeah really refreshing oh, yeah. for uh for summer um but uh the porter i'm glad you brought up a porter uh milk chocolate tastes like a chocolate shake huh yeah it's really good yeah, do you have I to love go to Colorado what, to get that, or can you get it here? No, you can get it here. Okay, good. Oh, cool. Uh, I love when a beer tastes like what it says on the outside because there. I've gotten a lot of. I 
used to do a beer crate that would come to me. I'd put a bunch of beers in it and there would be like double chocolate cake and whatnot. And it would just like taste like some shitty barrel aged stout. Not really shitty, but it didn't taste like double chocolate cake in any way. And it's like, you bastards lied to me. I was hoping to at least taste a little chocolate cake. Just a little. (laughs) Sure. No, you you bring them over to D&D sometimes. Uh, We were meeting up at at Dylan's store and be like, yeah, taste this. It's like, ooh, that's not. (laughs) Where's the cake? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I brought a lot of weird ones over there, too. Sure did. (laughs) Like I brought a what the pickle beer that I got from. from oh, the draft. I forgot that was, about the pickle beer. <laughs> that was terrible. That was really bad. <laughs> but you got to try it because yeah, you sure do. Just like pickle beer. Come on, guys, we got to try the uh-huh. pickle beer. Okay. Well, <sighs> maybe you don't. Uh, I think. Well, you know, since you brought it up, uh, uh, your is pickle beer your number four on your list? Probably. Yes, not. it is. Great. Okay. No, it is not. Uh, yeah, I do like pickles, um, but pickle beer not a good choice. I did not get hammered on pickle beer. But my next one, uh, I so last time we did this, I had a beer by this same brewery on my list that I actually liked less, but. It had a way better story. It was the story about how I went over to Monaco's house. I drank five uh, uh, space dusts in about 45 minutes, and then I threw up in his bathroom about two hours later. It was just good story, made it slightly higher on my list, but this is actually my favorite beer. Uh, but there's no fun stories with it, which sucks. Um, but Elysian Brewery, the Immortal IPA. Uh, ever since I drank it for the first time, it's always been my favorite. It's full of hops, which I love hops, hence the hoppy ice cream. Um, Mm -hmm. if the more hops you can put into a beer, I feel like I'm just going to feel at home. I love when it just tastes like that bitter acid grossness that everyone hates who doesn't like IPAs. I love every second of that and the immortal brings that hard and i love it uh it has an 86 on a beer advocate which i think is pretty good guys so i am correct and that's all that matters you are that is all that matters boy (laughs) i thought we almost had another crossover i thought we were very (laughs) close uh i have not had that one yet um my 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 number four is Elysian Space Dust. You you mentioned Space Dust, and I thought for sure you were going there. <laughs> and I was gonna be like, "Are you kidding me right now?" Uh, I don't think I've had uh, the Imperial. I don't think I've had that ever. Uh, the what's Immortal. A, yeah, the Immortal. What's the? That's the one. What's the alcohol by volume on that? Uh six point three. I think it's actually okay. less than a Space Dust. It, it is less significantly yeah. less. A Space Dust is eight point two. Yeah, it's space it's up there. space dust. A couple of those will get the rig rolling. Space dust. Well, will... hence the throwing up at Monaco's after having five. Of yeah, them in that's the minutes. thing about that's the <laughs> thing about space dust is that I mean that sucker sitting on that eight point two ABV and it's got you know seventy three on that bitterness. I mean it's 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 gonna it's gonna pop you in the mouth a little bit there, uh, but it's got it you know it's an IPA. It's got a sweetness to it, and it's got it's got some notes of grapefruit and mango and orange and. Uh, it's a medium body beer. It's got a dry finish. Gets you thirsty for another. And mm-hmm. I actually recently 
relatively recently discovered it. I've had it before, but I never really like started it. But now it's like, I, I think recently within the last couple of weeks, I've just been slamming these things. And <laughs> wow, these are not beers you want to be slamming because they will kick your ass at 8.2. It does not I take much. aware. <laughs> it does not uh, take much. Because yeah, that was on my first our first time through this that was on there because okay. I do enjoy a space dust. There's also a uh, dank dust is another one that came out, which is basically just space dust, but it tastes a little like weed. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, I mean, if you All like right. space dust and you want a little weed flavor, I don't, eh? <laughs> I don't know if I care. <laughs> you shouldn't. It's not as good as space dust. If it tastes like pizza, then maybe I would. Pizza oh, dust. Pizza beer. Oh, pizza dust. Oh, that's a spice that we need to make. Pepperoni beer. Oh. Don't you shake your head getting, at me, Zach. We're just getting <laughs> crazy over here. There's no way in hell. <laughs> oh, I'm sure it would be a abhorrent, but you know, uh, we would try it. We would try it. Well, Tom would try it, and then he'd say, I'd, "Hey, you got to oh, try yeah. this." Okay, Zach, what's your number four? Georgetown Brewing Company. Uh, obviously, I'm a homer. A lot of these are PNW beers, but Georgetown Brewing Company Gusto Crema Coffee Ale. It is a blonde ale with a 4.9% ABV. It scored an 88 on Beer Advocate. Uh, it is excellent. And I might note that in 2016, it took gold medal for coffee beers for all the coffee beers in the entire world, well, entire US. Uh, and it took gold medal. So it was the best coffee beer in the entire u.s in 2016 that's that's a pretty good award anyhow they basically partnered with cafe umbria and um it is a since it's a blonde ale it's a lot lighter it doesn't look like a coffee ale should look like but when you drink it it tastes like cold brew coffee is just blended perfectly into the beer lake stevens brewing has something similar but they will never touch guso crema it is so goddamn good um it 88, it needs to be higher on, on Beer Advocate. I think these people just probably haven't had it. It's um, it's it's not released in cans or anything. You can only get it on draft. Uh, it's freaking unreal. I love it. I'm like, my mouth is watering thinking about it. But I'm a huge coffee fan as well. Yeah, I'm a huge coffee fan as well. I, 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 I love a good coffee beer. I love coffee, notes of coffee and everything about it. Coffee is one of those, <laughs> you, you kind of have to love it or you hate it. <laughs> It's it's it, it does. There's not a whole lot of middle ground people on coffee. It's got a unique flavor profile. It's got a certain strength to it that you, you if you like coffee, then you'll probably like coffee beer or coffee ice cream or something like that. But uh, I don't know how Tom feels about it, but uh, that that sounds like a really good beer to me. It sounds great good. to me. Yeah. Um, I I mean, I like my coffee with a, with a lot of creamer, but coffee beers, on the other hand, I don't need any creamer in those. Hmm. I was just uh, going back and looking because I didn't bother looking up on Beer Advocate what the scores were for my beers here. Now, Astronaut's not on there, obviously, because that's a local sort of thing. Uh, Red Hook ESP's only got a 78, so it's just an okay beer. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. go ahead and laugh. And I, again, this is, this is historically a beer of my uh, pref- preference. So, But Space Dust got 91, so that's a pretty good one. And what did we say Mac and Jack's was? Was that on... Um, I don't remember. It was uh, 87. Oh, well, that's, I mean, that's pretty, still pretty high up there, right? 87 is pretty good. It's pretty good, yeah. Oh, man. Are we, uh, are we already rounding the corner on our number five? Are we about to finish this off here? Mm-hmm. 
Okay. I think well, so. Okay, good. Uh, hey, we're, we're getting through it. We want to hurry up and get through this list so we can go drink beer. That's right. I'm already drinking right now. Um, so my last one is I only drink it maybe three or four times a year, but when I have a hankering for it, it's the only thing that'll do, and that is Guinness. And that is Guinness from the draft. You can't just drink it out of a bottle. I, I don't think I've ever actually had Guinness out of a bottle or a can. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure. But when I want it, I gotta have it. Like, it's just no other beers are gonna do. And I just. <sighs> Guinness is another thing where it just has a taste that's not like other beers. I don't know what. Yeah. what what is a Guinness? It's a stout, right? It is a stout. It is a stout. Um, but I feel like all the other stouts I've ever had just don't taste anything like a Guinness, and they just don't add up to a Guinness. I, it's true. definitely my favorite stout. I can so, tell you some. It's a dry Irish stout. That's why it's probably Oof. so unique. It's got a unique uh, flavor profile to it there that uh, I hate it. Zach's going to be so mad, but that's also. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so we're sorry, Zach. Oh, man. Hey, man, look, I had. I go in here. There's no way I could have done that. I didn't do this list with you guys last time. I'm talking, this is for my very first time talking about my top five beers. I had to have Red Hook ASB and I had to have Guinness. That was just, it had to be on there. Because, no, look, oh, I'm not, a, no, I'm just saying Tom has already yeah. done this. And so it's just weird that you guys have the exact same ones. Almost <laughs> minus maybe one or we two. We drink together. Like Tom, <laughs> like had, a lot. Tom had Space Dust on his, on his first list, but pretty much <laughs> yeah. all these, all these other ones weren't on his first list. And that's why I'm just like, Jesus. No, that's <sighs> totally random. We did not, again, Folks, we do not talk about with each other about this. We keep it random. Just this real time reaction, folks. Real time reaction. We are just the same dude. <laughs> we really are. <laughs> uh, damn it. You're right, though. There's nothing on the planet like the black stuff. It is unique. It is entirely on its own. When somebody looks at you and says pint, this is the pint they're talking about. <laughs> As they say on the website, uh, it's rich, it's creamy, it's delicious. It's one of my all-time favorite beers. Uh, it's surprisingly good year-round, but uh, it really is. It really works its magic when the weather is at its dreariest. It just does. There's something soothing about it when it's kind of misty and and cold out, a little gray football season, or maybe you know it's spring training baseball because you got uh, St. Patty's Day right then. It's just, it's just a beautiful beer uh, for most of the year around here or really all the year, but it's got that signature. It's got that roasted coffee and chocolate aroma. It's got that signature dark appearance with that thick creamy head from the nitrogen. Um, and watching the beer settle is just a joy to behold really. And it's got a surprisingly smooth, mellow and sweet taste about it. It's got a touch of bitter. It's got that roasted, some roasted notes in there too. Uh, it's only sitting on 4.2 APV. So it's really drinkable and surprisingly only 125 calories. I know we're not talking so much about watching your calories, or whatever, but it's actually surprisingly uh, for as rich as it is only 125, ca 100, 125 calories. So you can have a, have a pint and, Enjoy one or two and go about your day. Go about your evening. Wait, wait, wait. wait. You're telling me beer's not calorie free? No. Shit. No, 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 no. <laughs> Sadly, no. No, you just got to, oh, you know. Oh, man. Yep, that's just how that goes. <sighs> I'm sure Zach knows far more about that than I do. Uh, but uh, I don't know the proper calculation or if there's a rough calculation of alcohol content to 
calorie or whatever, but it's pretty much if you're going to, if you're going to just, you know, if you're going to drink, you're going to drink. I don't know. People, they, they drink their light beer or their low cal or whatever. I, I personally, I just, I drink it for the taste. So if I'm going to have beer, I'm going to have a beer. I don't drink beer for calories. I drink beer for the taste. I don't drink a lot of beer. I mean, I do drink a lot of beer, but it's only on weekends and I treat it as a treat. I don't treat it as a, I got to watch what I'm, what I'm drinking sort of thing. There's a time and place for a Coors Light, Miller's Light, Bud Light, Michelob, whatever you want. But nope, I would rather do my beers if I'm going to drink them. I don't care how many calories they have. I'd rather have a delicious craft beer. I'm with you on that. All right. 100%. If I go on vacation, I want a good place. I don't want to go to to Forks, Washington, to the home of Twilight. (laughs) You want your, okay. You want your, your, your treat to be a treat. Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want a vacation in Washington State. I want to get out of here and go international, international or domestic, baby. Well, all right, that's uh, my analogy. That is your okay. That's a very good analogy, Zach. Why don't you finish this off and uh, tell us about your number five? Okay, so here is a brewery again, out of based out of Seattle. The uh, don't quote me on this. No one listens to this show, anyways. But uh, basically, <laughs> the one of the head brewers at Elysian, he branched off and left Elysian before they got bought by InBev, and he opened up a brewery of his own down at uh, near near Pike Place in Belltown kind of area, and it is called Cloudburst. Cloudburst has consistently, and I will say this, has consistently put out some of the greatest beer I've ever had. Uh, they are easily my favorite brewery. Um, I am just blown away with what they do. I've never had a bad cloudburst and much akin to Tom's rule of, of having things on draft or whatever. And you have to, you have to have it like a Mac and Jack's sort of thing. Uh, for me, I will try any cloudburst possible. I never have the same cloudburst, but I always switch it up. The one that I want to talk about though, is another, a delicious stout and it is it has a 95 score on on uh, beer advocate which is very good and it is a 9.1% so very much like your guys's astro nut stuff your corn nuts it has rich chocolate hazelnut balance uh, with a creamy mouthfeel hints of coffee and def- uh, infinitely drinkable and smooth it does not taste like a 9.1% beer it in fact tastes like a chocolate coffee beer and it is called Darkenflox, and that is Cloudburst Darkenflox, D-A-R-K-E-N-F-L-O-X-X. Sounds like something from a D&D game, but it is unreal. And if you guys have a chance to try it, I, oh my God, I, I, I want you to. If I can, there's a Cloudburst in Ballard. If I can sneak some, I will bring you some, and it is so goddamn good. The, cho- the chocolate and the coffee just balance perfectly, and Whew, it does not taste like a 9.1% beer. It's buddy. You're drinking I, I, it and you're like, holy shit, what is going on in my mouth right now? I feel like Tom and I can agree since we're so in sync that bro, we'll, 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 we'll meet you down there for this beer. If yeah. You're, if you're you don't have really, to sneak anything anywhere. <laughs> yeah, We can come see you. If you're pounding the table this hard for a beer, it's a good damn beer. Yeah, you, I have really, me, you have me I psyched. really liked it when I, when I had it, I really, really liked it, but uh, it's just the hard thing about it is I don't know. It's not one of their staples, I think, uh, especially this okay. time of year, but we'll see what happens. Um, they have two locations in Seattle. Uh, I'll have to just basically see when it's when it's available sort of thing. But yeah. Okay. All right. Well, I will keep my schedule open. <laughs> well, look at that. Yeah. You said it's a, a darkened, a darkened flux. Darkened flux. 
two X's, Stark and Flux. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, I think that's our list, you guys. Uh, I feel pretty good about these lists. I, I feel weird that Tom and I agreed on three of them, but that's okay. <laughs> that's all right. The next time we revisit this, we'll have totally different. I will commit to really branching out on my own, not drinking with Tom. Okay. I'm sorry, Tom. That's okay. I mean, okay. Because that's the problem. Gotta, we drink to, a lot of times we go me. drinking, we're drinking <laughs> together. Yeah. So, all right. I will branch out and have a totally different list that I guarantee you, Tom, will not have. I will make you proud, Zach. You should go to um, the uh, Trestle Station off of 20th in Lake Stevens. They have a very good beer selection, and it's, uh, okay. it's surprisingly good. You can get a lot of different local stuff. So, that is a way to branch out as well. Great. All right. Sounds good. Well, let's go down the list here. Tom had the Astro Nut from Lake Stevens Brewing Company, a local uh, brewing company here. Uh, Mac and Jack's African Amber, Snowtown Brewing Jalapeno Ale, Elysian the Immortal IPA, and Guinness Dry Irish Stout. Eric, that's me, also had the Astro Nut from Lake Stevens Brewing. Also had Back of Jack's African Amber. Also had Guinness Dry Irish Stout. <laughs> and had Red Hook ESB and Elysian Space Dust IPA. Zach, all on his own. He had Lagunitas, a little something something ale. Fremont Summer Ale. Boulder Beer Company. Shake Chocolate Porter. Right? Shake Chocolate Porter. God, that sounds good. Uh, Georgetown Gusto Crema Coffee Ale. And the Cloudburst Darken Flox. Uh, that is an interesting list. Uh, Zach, you definitely have the most interesting list. That's just <laughs> how it goes. I'm proud of you, sir. You win the podcast. Well done. Cool. Uh, all righty. Well, thank you, everyone, for tuning into the Top 5 Podcast. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at Podcast Top 5, at ZachDale60, at TomTop5, and at E underscore Shane, where you can give us ideas, tell us if we're crazy, or even suggest a topic for a future episode. If you enjoyed today's episode, please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, or Spotify. Thank you, and remember, it is okay to be wrong, even though you think you're right. You just have to make sure you're drinking a beer while you do it. Milk is for babies. When you grow up, you have to drink beer. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Schwarzenegger. Ah, how about it? All right, bye, everybody. Bye. bye.